Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. And you are listening to us on Noonan Zone, home of Southern Sports, WQEE 99.1 FM, the key. And I am excited to be here. It is Friday. Everybody's out of school. Happy Veterans Day to all you veterans out there. And this is going to be a special edition of the Sports Beat as I'm going to recap all the action last night in high school football playoffs. Going to preview today. It's the first round action for most schools in Georgia and Alabama. And I'm going to recap everything that's happened in the world of sports to include the Columbus River Dragons getting a bounce back win against the Zydeco last night. You got the openers for Columbus State Cougars and Lady Cougars basketball this weekend as well. And we have reclassification for the GHSA for next school year. I will get into the key regions for all the teams in the Chattahoochee Valley. But let's go ahead and get this show started. I am excited to be here. Had a late night last night. Thrift Barringer and I called the Glenwood Otaga semifinal AISA 3A playoff game. Glenwood advances to the AISA championship game against their longtime rival, Lee Scott Academy. That will take place on Thursday at 8 o'clock at the Cramden Bowl. They get the 45-12 victory over Otaga Academy. Camden White, what a baller. Three touchdowns. Have yourself a night. Dallas Crow was efficient with the football. Carter Judah, big time runs. And they advance to another championship game where they will face Lee Scott Academy. The Warriors of Lee Scott got the 42-3 win over Fort Dale Academy. And they tried to defend their AISA championship that they won last year. What a way to go out in the AISA is both schools and Otago Academy. They are all going to be in the AHSAA next season for their school year. Some of the other action, Chambers Academy, they advance to the AISA 2A championship at the Cramden Bowl on Thursday as they defeated Partrician Academy 35-2. Lochapoca, first round action in the AHSAA Class 1A. Lochapoca defeats Southern Chucktaw 34-6 at Beulah High School because their field is getting renovated. So they were playing that game at Beulah. Maplesville got the 41-14 victory over Chucktaw County. And Eufaula, they get a big win over Shelby County to advance in the 5A AHSAA playoffs. And we do have playoff action all across the Chattahoochee Valley tonight. Because of the NHS network and the restrictions to broadcast for the GHSA, we will not be live streaming any of the playoff games today. So we do have a night off. And I'm looking forward to spending time with my family during this Friday night. It'll be the first Friday night that I've had off since the beginning of August. And... I'm going to be watching a lot of these games. One game I'm going to be focused on is Harris County. They are hosting Ola. Ola is a very dangerous four seed 
with a 7-3 record. Harris County, 9-1. They win their region for the first time in over a decade. And if they win, they could get 10 wins. They have never done that in program history. So I'm very interested to see Harris County tonight against Ola. Down at Otis Spencer Stadium, we have Academy of Richmond County coming into this game 5-5, five five, taking on the Red Hot Carver Tigers, who are 7-3. and three. They win a region title, and they are guaranteed two home playoff games. This is going to be a big one at Otis Spencer at 7 p.m. Northside. They are on the road today against Jones County. So uh, looking forward to seeing that one as well. And then we have Davidson that's going to be at Garrett Harrison Stadium taking on the Central Red Devils. So in front of me, I got a bunch of brackets. So yesterday, I printed out a bunch of brackets. I'm going to start with Class 4A because we have several teams that are going to be in action. We're going to start with LaGrange. Tonight at Callaway Stadium, they are taking on the Westover Patriots. LaGrange finished the year at 8-2. They have a home playoff game because they did defeat Troop County, the final regular game of the season. Troop County is on the road down in Cairo to take on the Syrup Makers. They are the number three seed in that upper quadrant. They would play the winner of Wayne County and Spalding. Spalding is the number one seed in that bracket. If you go all the way to the lower quadrant, quadrant four, Trinity Christian, the number four seed, they are taking on Bainbridge. And then in the upper right quadrant, quadrant three, on Saturday, Shaw is taking on Stars Mill. Stars Mill is the number one seed because they did defeat Troop County and LaGrange. The defending two-time 4A state champion for 4A is Benedictine, and they will take on Baldwin. The winner of that Westover-LaGrange matchup could face Benedictine in the second round. That would be a very intriguing second-round matchup. That's going to be a tough bracket because Cedartown is a number two seed down there. Pace Academy, North Oconee, that's another big-time matchup. North Oconee could be facing Cedartown. I'm actually going to play a little filling out my bracket, kind of foreshadowing the second-round potential matchups. We could get a potential matchup of LaGrange and Benedictine. We could get a potential matchup of Cedartown and North Oconee. And then in the quarterfinals, it could be Benedictine and North Oconee. I just, I just think that Benedictine is just too strong. They are a number one seed for a reason because they are the two-time defending state champions. Over in the upper quadrant, quadrant run one, Troop County and Cairo. I think Troop County gets the upset win on the road, and I think they play Spalding. Spalding is the number one seed. Their path, they're going to have to go on the road if they want to make a big push like they did getting to the semifinals last year. Heritage. Taking on Westminster, North Hall taking on Stockbridge. Over in Quadrant 3, Lovett, Madison County, Hatefield Charter, and Central of Carrollton. That's going to be a very good matchup. Central is the overall number one seed. I think they get the win over there to take on Madison County. Westside and New Hampstead, Shaw, Stars, Mill. I think it's just too much to ask. For Shaw, I think that Stars Mill is one of those powerhouses. 
that really has something to prove. I think they get the win over Shaw, where they will probably take on New Hampstead in the second round. Down in lower quadrant four, East Forsyth and Luella. Northwest Whitfield and Stevenson. I think Stevenson gets the win there. Luella gets the win over the number three seed, East Forsyth. And then finally, down in lower quadrant four, Brook County and Perry. I like Perry in this one. We could have a Perry-Bainbridge matchup in the second round. Second round matchup games will happen next week. I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I am so excited about these brackets, printing them out, and I haven't filled any of them out yet, but you know, I've printed them all out even for AHSAA. I will get into AHSAA, GIAA, GAPS, but I'm, I'm not really going in order. I'm going to go to 2A. I want to start with the teams that represent the Chattahoochee Valley first. Remember, we don't have any 6A or 7A schools in Columbus or the surrounding areas. <clears throat> so let's start in upper quadrant for 2A, the GHSA playoffs. Putnam County taking on Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald won the state title in 2021. They lost in the championship game to Thompson last year. They are a dangerous two seed. They would await the winner of Vidalia and Spencer. Spencer was a number one seed last year. They lost to Barian. They got something to prove. They're taking on Vidalia on Saturday at 1 p.m. We could get a potential second round matchup of Spencer and Fitzgerald. I could not wait for that. Model and Terrell, the number three and the number two seed, they would await the winner of Providence, Christian, and Callaway. That game taking place, Callaway Stadium. Cannot wait for that game as well. We could see a potential quarterfinal matchup between either Callaway and Fitzgerald or Callaway and Spencer. If it's Callaway and Fitzgerald, it's a rematch of the 2020 state championship. Down in lower left, Worth County taking on Laney. You got Academy, Ace Charter taking on Pierce County. Pierce County is the number one seed. Ace Charter is a very dangerous number four seed. South Atlanta taking on North Murray. Redan taking on Fellowship Christian. Over in upper right, Eagles Landing Christian Academy taking on Union County. Washington taking on Rockmart. Southwest taking on Toombs County. And Jeff Davis taking on the defending 2A champion, Thompson. Down in Lower right, Athens Academy taking on Columbia. Fanning County is taking on North Cobb Christian. Appling County is taking on Northeast. I like Northeast in this. They are a dangerous two seed. And then Washington County is taking on Cook. 2A is always fun. And uh, well, when I get later into the show, I'm going to talk about the reclassifications because 2A just got a little bit more interesting for next school year. Class 3A, upper quadrant, you got... Hesbia taking on Crisp County. Long County taking on Mary Persons. I like Mary Persons in this bracket. Not only to advance against Long County, but to advance against the winner of Hesbia and Crisp County. White County is taking on Bremen. Hebron Christian Academy is taking on Cedar Grove. Cedar Grove is out for blood. I think that Cedar Grove is going to try to do everything they can to win a state title. They feel like they got robbed last year in the state championship. Cedar Grove has got to be the team to beat, especially a very dangerous number one seed coming out of that upper quadrant. Down in the lower left, 
Thomasville taking on Harlem. Jackson taking on Calvary Day. I like Calvary Day as well. I think that the semifinal matchup in this side of the brackets is going to be Calvary Day and Cedar Grove. Ringle taking on Wesleyan. Carver of Atlanta taking on Stevens County. Up in the upper right, Douglas taking on Oconee County. Gordon Lee is taking on Lumpkin County. Peach County taking on Savannah Christian and Monroe taking on Morgan County. And finally, the lower right, Monroe area is taking on Sandy Creek. Sandy Creek is a number two seed because Cedar Grove ended up winning the region. Gilmer taking on Adairsville. Adairsville is a number one seed, but I think that Sandy Creek beats Monroe area. Adairsville beats Gilmer. And I think Sandy Creek gets the upset over Adairsville, which could set up for a potential matchup. You got the Academy of Richmond County taking on Carver. I think Carver advances there. Savannah Country Day and Upson Lee. Upson Lee will probably advance over there. You have Carver and Upson Lee in the second round, which Carver beat Upson Lee last year in the first round. I think Carver gets out of this quadrant. They represent as the number one seed. And in the quarterfinals, they could play Sandy Creek which means they would be hosting a quarterfinal matchup Thanksgiving weekend at Otis Spencer Stadium. That was 3A. Now let's go to 5A. And yes, I'm going out of order, but these are the most intriguing matchups. 5A in the GHSA playoffs. Upper quadrant in the left. Decatur, Ware County, McIntosh, Warner Robins. Warner Robins has reached three straight state titles. They won two. And then they lost to Ware County last year. Dalton taking on Greater Atlanta Christian. Flowery Branch is taking on Creekside. Down in Quadrant 2, this is where it gets very interesting. Ola is taking on Harris County at the county tonight. Danny Durham Field. They will await the winner of Statesboro and Tucker. If Harris County can advance past Ola... I like their matchup against either Statesboro or Tucker. I think Tucker's going to win this game, possibly setting up a matchup next week at the county against Tucker and Harris County. Cambridge taking on Hiram. Jackson taking on Jefferson. Jefferson is the number one seed out of Quadrant 2. That's going to be very interesting. Over in the upper right, Chapel Hill is taking on Eastside. Centennial is taking on Cartersville. Dutchtown taking on Northgate. Northgate got the number two seed in Harris County's region. Jenkins taking on Arabia Mountain. Down in Quadrant 4, Loganville taking on Mays. Cass is taking on Kell. Northside on the road against Jones County. If they were able to get the upset over Jones County, they would probably go on the road and take on Coffee because I like this matchup between Coffee and Chambly. I think Coffee gets past Chambly, the number four seed. And so we have playoffs all around in the Chattahoochee Valley. And I'm just getting started. I mean, that was just Georgia. Now let's go over to Alabama because I got the bracket for the AHSAA 7A playoffs. And we've got some very intriguing matchups tonight in Alabama. Central is hosting Davidson at Garrett Harrison Stadium. Central, they Undefeated, 9-0. You have Andrew Alford, all-world quarterback. He's got weapons. Cam Coleman, Dylan Gentry, Dalen Upshaw. He's got a trio of wide receivers. You couldn't ask for just a better situation for Andrew Alford and success. Central hosting 
A Davidson team that's 5-5, five and five, they won three straight region games to sneak into the playoffs. They would await the winner of Baker and Auburn. Auburn has to go all the way down to Mobile, Alabama to take on Baker. And we could get a quarterfinal matchup next week at Garrett Harrison Stadium against Auburn and Central. This is usually a semifinal matchup, but this could be a quarterfinal matchup, and that would be absolutely amazing. I actually think all the teams in this region could pull off the upset. Dothan is a number four seed. They are taking on Mary Montgomery. Mary Montgomery was undefeated the entire year. I still think Dothan can pull off the upset because they're a very dangerous number four seed. And then Enterprise is hosting Daphne. I think the Enterprise gets the win and advances. Even if Mary Montgomery wins, still, you got three of the four teams in this region that could advance to the quarterfinals. And now let's talk about the lower bracket. These are all the other teams in 7A. James Clemens is hosting Hoover. You got Hewitt Trussville, the number two seed, taking on Bob Jones. Thompson, the defending four-time state champions in 7A. Remember, they got that ninth-grade quarterback, Trent Seaburn. They have been all-world. A lot of people think they're down this year. A lot of people think that Central could actually dethrone Thompson in the state championship that will take place on December 6th down in Tuscaloosa. They're taking on Florence. A big shout-out to Ben Hayes and Travis Creasy. Those are my Florence boys. I hope that Florence can pull off the upset. I mean, I love Florence, Alabama. I went to Freed Harmon with a lot of people from Florence, Alabama, and I just wanted to give them a shout-out. Austin taking on Vestivia Hills. It is going to be incredible. The matchups in 7A. Now, I'm not going to really go into detail with 6A because we really don't have any teams in the Chattahoochee Valley in 6A. Uh, well, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about all the teams in Alabama for 5A, 4A, all the way down to 1A. You don't want to go anywhere. It's the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We will be right back. Active Pest Control offers the best services and prices to protect your home. Offering both monthly and quarterly pest control services, plus specific services like bed bugs, German roach, and flea control. Even if you can't see them, insects are all around you 24-7. Active Pest Control wants to be the first line of defense. Active Pest Control. Repair. Find. Best termite coverage around. Active Pest Control. 34 Jefferson Street, Noonan. 770-954-9941. It's the best in sports and entertainment. And get locked in and locked down with Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. with your host, me, Ryan O'Neill, each and every morning, right here with the best in sports and entertainment, all the way from professional sports to college sports to River Dragons hockey and everything in between, including some of the very best local and national guests. It's the Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on 99.1 FM WQEE. After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. <sighs> Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
Tune in each Sunday morning right here on WQEE 99.1 FM for the key for help from a high with Bishop Daniel Hardaway Sr. of Redemptive Life Worship Center at 9 a.m. Hear the Word of God and soak it in. You can join us for our live Sunday service at 10 o'clock a.m. till 12.30 p.m. at Redemptive Life Worship Center at 2265 Highway 54 in Marlin, Georgia. Have a blessed week. Welcome back to the Sports View with Richard Holders, presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live here on WQEE 99.1 FM. The key. I hope that you're all enjoying your Friday. I get excited when it comes to high school playoff time because in my hand, I get to <laughs> I get brackets. I got brackets. I've looked at these. Uh, I've been going through all the brackets. I've printed out all the brackets from the GHSA. 7A all the way to Class 1A Division 1, and the AHSAA 7A all the way down to 1A, AISA, GIAA, and the gaps. It is just absolutely phenomenal that all these brackets, they mean something. I haven't really filled any of them out yet, but um, I actually, I said I wasn't going to talk about 6A and the AHSAA. I got some time. I will talk about 6A because over in the upper quadrant, the quadrant one, we got a first round matchup between the defending 6A champions. There you go. Sarah Land taking on McGordy. And then they would wait the winner of Carver Montgomery and Briarwood Christian. Hillcrest taking on St. Paul's Episcopal. Helena taking on Wetumpka. Over in quadrant two, you got Benjamin Russell taking on Sidney Lanier. Hueytown is taking on Theodore. Pike Road taking on Homewood. Spanish Fort is taking on Bessemer City. Quadrant 3, Parker taking on May Jemison. Oxford taking on Athens. Garden City is taking on Gardendale. Hartsville taking on Center Point. Down in Quadrant 4, Muscle Shoals taking on Pinson Valley. Fort Payne taking on Mortimer Jordan. Clay Chalkville, remember, they upset Thompson. This is a dangerous 6A team taking on Coleman and then Mountain Brook taking on Buckhorn. My prediction for the 6A championship is Sarah Land and Clay Chalkville. I think that Sarah Land goes back to back. If you look at Rivals.com, you look at all the talent that Sarah Land has. They were on ESPN as well, and they got a big upset. And Sarah Land, you know, they can play with the big boys, and they're one of the top teams, not only in the state of Alabama, but in the country. Going over to 5A, Gulf Shores is going to be at Beauregard. The Beauregard Hornets back in the playoffs once again after having a double-digit win total from last season. The blueprint is working for the Beauregard Hornets. Charles Henderson taking on Mabry. Remember, Charles Henderson went all the way to the 5A state championship, lost to Ramsey last year. Central of Clay County, this is a very sneaky team. They're undefeated. They look really good. They're taking on UMS Wright Prep. The winner of that will take on the winner of Holtville and Heedland. Down in Quadrant 2, Demopolis taking on Carroll. Valley is on the road. They're in the playoffs for the first time since 2019. They are on the road taking on Rain. Eufaula, who got the win over Shelby County last night, they will await the winner of Faith Academy and Elmore Academy. Quadrant 3, 
the defending 5A champion Ramsey Rams are taking on West Point. Leeds taking on Arab. A big shout out to the Columbus Lions general manager Lee Snow. That is his alma mater. Russellville taking on Fairfield. Scottsboro taking on Moody. Quadrant 4, Guntersville taking on Springville. Fairview is taking on John Carroll Catholic. Southside is taking on Boaz. Pleasant Grove taking on Lawrence County. Yeah, I'm going through these brackets pretty fast. I want to try to give all the schools in Alabama some love. Let's go to 4A. Jackson taking on Claiborne County. And Dalgia taking on Sipsy Valley. The Hanley Tigers, they are taking on St. Michael Catholic. American Christian Academy taking on Booker T. Washington. We could get a Hanley-Booker T. Washington matchup in the second round. Try to give some love to those teams on the outskirts of the Chattahoochee Valley. Bibb County taking on Montgomery Catholic. Jacksonville taking on Bayside Academy. Montgomery, actually Montgomery Academy taking on Bibb County. Montgomery Catholic taking on West Blockton. T.R. Miller is taking on Aniston. Over in Quadrant 3, Dora taking on Priceville. Juanetta is taking on Brooks and this bracket. Yeah, not a whole lot of teams in 4A. I'll try to cover that one uh, next week. Uh, in 3A, I mean, we don't have a whole lot of teams. Now, this is where Glenwood is expected to be for the AHSAA for next school year. How about those Beulah Bobcats? In 3A, I finally get to talk about the Beulah Bobcats in the playoffs. They are on the road taking on Mobile Christian. They will await the winner of Houston Academy and Alabama Christian Academy. A big shout-out to everybody that works at Alabama Christian Academy. That is right in Montgomery, Alabama, near Faulkner University. I've known some people that have worked over there. I've been to a, a football game there. It's just an incredible atmosphere. Welburn taking on Flomation. You got Trinity Presbyterian taking on Providence Christian. Down in Quadrant 2, St. James is taking on Op. Randolph County, that school that won double-digit wins last year after not winning a single game the year before out of Wadawi, they are going to be hosting W.S. Neal. Strawn taking on Southside. Thomasville taking on Dadeville. Over in Quadrant 3, Gordo taking on Phil Campbell. Geraldine taking on Susan Moore. Lauderdale County taking on Fayette County. Pennington is taking on Piedmont. Madison Academy taking on Hoax Bluff. Mars Hill Bible taking on Oakman. Slovenia taking on Vinmont. Winfield taking on Colbert County. Over in 2A, Clark County taking on Vincent. Lawn is taking on Goshen. Comer is taking on Washington County. Highland Home, uh, I think they're my dark horse to win 2A, taking on Arlington. Realtown, now we're getting interesting. Realtown, the Rebels, looking pretty good. They are hosting Vicksburg. Uh, Wicksburg, not Vicksburg in Mississippi. Uh, Thornsby taking on Chickasaw. Cottonwood taking on Laverne. St. Luke's Episcopal is taking on Isabella. Tuscaloosa Academy is taking on Red Bay. Southeastern taking on Collinsville. Tanner taking on Lamar County. Pisgah taking on Pleasant Valley. Fife taking on West End. Lexington taking on Aliceville. Locust Fork taking on North Sand Mountain. And Sulligent taking on Hallaton. I apologize if I mispronounced one of these schools. I know that there's somebody in Alabama that's watching this show or listening to the show thinking, man, he's butchering my school. Remember, it took a while for me to properly pronounce Silicaga 
or Lochapoca, Notasalga. I'm really working on my pronunciation of these Alabama schools. Finally, 1A. Speaking of the Lochapoca Indians, quarter one, I'm going to talk about who they could possibly face. They did get a big win last night. Leroy is taking on Calhoun. Georgiania is taking on Keith. Lochapoca got the win against Southern Choctaw yesterday. They will await the winner of Linden and Brantley. If they win out of this quadrant, they could possibly play Keith, a team that they faced in the playoffs last year. Sweetwater is taking on Floradia. Maplesville, who got the win over Choctaw County last night, they will await the winner of Sweetwater and Floradia. Elba taking on University Charter. Millery is taking on Notasaga. Lynn taking on Shoals Christian. Oh, this is over in Quadrant 3, by the way. Spring Garden taking on Coosa Christian. Hacklesburg taking on Marion County. Valley Head is taking on Raglan. Decatur Christian Academy is taking on Wintersboro. Addison taking on Pickens County. Wadley taking on Cedar Bluff. And South Lamar taking on Meek. Yes, I've flown by those brackets. I wanted to make sure that I give everybody some love. And don't forget, next week... I'm going to recap all the brackets, the winners of the first round matchups. It is going to be incredible. I'm going to swing it back to Georgia because i got to talk about the GIAA. Let's start with the GIAA. Class 1A football because I want to give a big shout out to the Flint River Academy Wildcats. I can't do it as great as their PA announcer, Joe Howard. A big shout out to Joe Howard. He is the public address announcer for Flint River Academy. They have got a bye this week. Next week, they will host the winner of Thomas Jefferson Academy or Fullington Academy. One win away from playing at Mercer University at Five Star Stadium on November the 30th. Good luck to the Flint River Wildcats. I believe they're the favorites. A big shout-out to Joe Howard, who's been not only covering them on the road, but just doing a phenomenal job as the public address announcer, the voice of the Wildcats, and I love it when every time Flint River gets a first down, first down, Wildcats, and I don't think I could do it as good as him. A big shout-out to Joe Howard. Over down in the lower bracket, Memorial Day taking on Harvester Christian Academy, and then Robert Toombs Christian Academy has a bye. Let's go over to the GIAA Class 4A Brookstone and Pacelli, yes, this matchup is set for next week. I cannot wait. This rivalry, the last two times these two teams faced, it went into overtime. First Presbyterian Day has the first round by Bethlehem Christian Academy and Tattnall Square Academy will face off next week as well. Bullock Academy is going to wait the winner of St. Apicelli and Brookstone. That is going to be a road game. Whoever wins St. Apicelli and Brookstone will be on the road on the 24th Thanksgiving weekend with a right to play in the GIAA 4A Championships on December the 1st. Oh, I cannot wait for this matchup. It is going to be absolutely incredible. Uh, just a winner of note, some of the play-in games you got Stratford Academy taking on Strong Rock Christian. George Walton Academy is taking on Westfield School. So you got First Presbyterian Day will await the winner of Stratford Academy, Strong Rock Christian. Bullock Academy will await the winner of George Walton Academy and Westfield School. Now let's talk about the gaps. Yeah, I printed out all the brackets here on the show. 
Cherokee Christian has the bye. Calvary Christian has the bye. A big shout-out to the Calvary Christian Knights and Coach Emmanuel Brunson for winning a region title, getting the win over Skipstone Academy last weekend. That caused Skipstone Academy to get the number two seed. They will play the Walker School for a right to play Cherokee Christian next week in the semifinals. I was trying to get a score update between the Keens Academy and Lanier Christian Academy last night. As uh, I will go ahead and get to my phone to see who won that game because the winner of that game will face the Calvary Christian Knights on November the 17th in the semifinals. And uh, a big shout out to you know, all those schools out there that do update your max preps because I really think that it is a very good tool to have. You have all these schools, and I'm, I'm actually on the broadcast, and I'm trying to, to get all the school updates as much as possible, and I could not get any of the school updates. So please, just do me a favor. Update your max preps. You'll do us a solid, and thank you once again I'm just excited that Calvary Christian, they are going to be playing, hosting a semifinal game in the gaps for the right to make it all the way to the championship, November the 24th. So if both number one seeds advance, that game will be at Cherokee Christian. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't have anything. What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take another break. And when we come back, I'm going to wrap up everything that happened in the world of sports. You're watching the Sports Beat on Facebook Live. And uh, we will be right back. Wishbone Fried Chicken is back in a brand new location. 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A here in Noonan. Same great taste. The best chicken around. Fish dinners. Open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Dine in, take out, it's Wishbone Fried Chicken. Right next door to their former location, bringing you the best chicken around. So great. Wishbone Fried Chicken, 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A, here in Noonan. Hey sports fans, it's Rod Peterson here, host of the Rod Peterson Show, inviting you to join us daily for two hours of Atlanta's funnest sports talk right here on WQEE. I say fun because it is. You've never heard a show like it because we make the listeners a part of the show. Every day between noon and 2 p.m. Eastern, you'll hear plenty of the best sports talk, including the latest on the Falcons, the Braves, and more. And who knows, you might even hear you. That's the Rod Peterson Show, daily at noon, right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Hey, sports fans. Weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern. Drive time. WQEE. Braves Country is a Southern sports talk show with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. That's Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Welcome back to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. Final segment of the show before I get you out of here. We flown by high school football. I printed off all the brackets. I spent the first 30 minutes of the show talking about all these brackets, and I will try to get you updated. Next week's show is going to be an audio-only show because I'm going to be away for training for my job, so I'm not going to be able to have the 
luxury of having my Wi-Fi, the virtual background, and, and having everything that makes this show amazing. Let's go ahead and get into some of the scores that happened yesterday. Uh, the River Dragons, they get a bounce back win over the Baton Rouge Zadeco, 6-1. to one. They are 4-1 and one on the season. Two goals and assist by Alex Storjahan. Joseph Taylor with 20 saves. They will be back in action for the rubber match. Puck drop, 8.30 tonight down in Baton Rouge before they get ready for a massive home opener at the Columbus Civic Center next Friday, November the 17th. Tickets are still available for this game as the Columbus River Dragons trying to get off to a hot start like they did last year in the FPHL. Columbus State men's basketball team is on the road in North Carolina tonight as they will take on Barton College. The Columbus State women's basketball team is home at the Lumpkin Center tonight. Tip-off at 5.30 against Miles College. Come on out to the Lumpkin Center if you're not doing anything on a Friday night. I know we got a lot of high school football going on, but please support the Cougars and Lady Cougars. They are a wonderful brand, a wonderful product. I've had Coach Moore and Coach Hauser on the show multiple times. I would love to get them back on the show here and on Georgia Alabama Sports Live, the show I do with Thrip Berenger. As we want to try to promote the Columbus State Cougars and Lady Cougars. Congratulations to the CVCC Lady Pirates for getting the 85-46 win yesterday. They go to 2-2 two and two as they defeated the Southern Crescent Technical College. And they are 2-2 two and two on the season. And uh, you could watch that on Georgia Alabama Sports Live. You can catch a replay of that. They are back in action on Monday, tip-off at 6 p.m., taking on Southern Union State Community College. And don't forget that the CVCC Pirates are in action Wednesday against Southern Crescent Technical College. Tip-off is at 6.30. You can catch that right here on Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. As I want to talk about the GHSA reclassification, they made the announcements, the schools appealed, you had teams that were in 4A that they wanted to go down to 3A, but it's final. These are going to be the regions. I'm going to touch up on three regions because this has the most effect on these regions, especially these teams in the Chattahoochee Valley. Starting with the first region, this is going to be 3A. You got Fayette County, LaGrange, Mary Persons, Sandy Creek, Spalding, Trinity Christian, Troop County, Upson Lee, and Whitewater. This is the new region for 3A. Let's go to 4A. This is the highest reclassification for any school in the Chattahoochee Valley. Remember, 7A has gone away. They wanted to have 6A as the highest region because they want to get more teams in the region. I mean, some of these regions have 10, 11 schools. They won't have an opportunity for non-region play because they all play each other in the region. This is in 4A. You have Northside and Harris County. You got Stars Mill, Mundy's Mill, Jonesboro, Griffin, and Central of Carrollton. That will be a region for next school year. And finally, I got excited about this region. Region 1 2A. Every school in Columbus that's not named Northside is going to be in this region. 
and also you know throw in Sumter County so they'll have to travel to America's Georgia every now and then you got Carver Columbus Hardaway Jordan Kendrick Shaw Spencer and for kicks and giggles let's just throw in Sumter County the non-Columbus school that is in this region this is just like two years ago when they were all in 4a minus LaGrange and Troop County I'm excited that all these schools get to play each other I miss seeing Shaw take on Carver in a region game I miss seeing Kendrick taking on Columbus or Hardaway taking on Jordan. We, we haven't had these region matchups anymore, and it's great to see. So I'm looking forward to that. A couple more tidbits. I want to go into some of the national news in sports. Uh, congratulations to the Atlanta Hawks. They get the 120-119 win over the Orlando Magic in Mexico City. DeJounte Murray hits a big three. Paulo Barquero ends up missing a shot. And the Hawks survive. They are 5-3. and three. Trey Young with 41 points. The Hawks are starting to look really good. I think that it, you know, they play their game and fire on all cylinders. They could be one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. And I got to give a shout out. I don't talk a whole lot about hockey on the show unless it's the River Dragons. But Connor Bedard is an 18-year-old phenom in the NHL, plays for the Chicago Blackhawks. He had two goals and an assist last night as the Blackhawks got the 5-3 victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning. This kid is going to be a superstar. I mean, every now and then in the NHL, we get a once-in-a-generation talent. We got Sidney Crosby over a decade ago, Wayne Gretzky before that. I think Connor Bedard is that next player. I know a lot of people think that Connor McDavid was going to be that next superstar for the Edmonton Oilers. He's still good, but Connor Bedard is a once-in-a-generation talent. I mean, we're going to get that in the NHL and the NBA with Victor Winbenyama. Sign me up. And then last night we had just, I was, I did not watch this game. It was on Prime Video. The Chicago Bears, they defeat the Carolina Panthers 16-13 as Tyson Bagley gets his first NFL win. And uh, don't forget, we got some juicy matchups in college basketball tonight. Two ranked teams, Duke and Arizona. That's going to be a fun one. Tennessee taking on Wisconsin. The University of Georgia, they're trying to bounce back over their loss against Oregon. They are taking on Wake Forest. And Kennesaw State, they are taking on Florida State. I cannot wait to see Kennesaw State this year in action. And then real quick, before I close this show, college football. You got Georgia taking on Ole Miss. You know, when I think of this matchup, a lot of people think that Ole Miss could pull off the upset against the Georgia Bulldogs. I just think that Georgia's just getting started. There were talks that Brock Bowers could be ready for this game. I would not rush him back. I think that Georgia's offense, after seeing Georgia take on Missouri, I felt this offense was good enough to move the football, and then their defense plays a bend or don't break defense style, but... Ole Miss's offense is up-tempo. Jackson Dart, he's a good quarterback. Judkins, if they just continue to run the football, Georgia's going to have to stop Judkins. And you don't want to get in a shootout with Ole Miss because it's Lane Kiffin. He's a wild card. I love this coaching matchup between Lane Kiffin and Kirby Smart. These were the two assistants on Nick Saban's staff for a couple of years in uh, 2015. And 
Now let's talk about Tennessee and Missouri. This is the CBS game. I think Missouri ends up winning. Missouri's a very good team. And uh, Missouri's going to go to a pretty good bowl game. The noon kickoff, Alabama taking on Kentucky. I think Alabama rolls in this game. I know it's at Kentucky. Alabama is going to stop their biggest strength. Alabama's defense is going to stop Ray Davis. Ray Davis is not going to rush for over 100 yards. He is going to be bottled up. I think that Kentucky probably gets embarrassed because Alabama is firing on all cylinders right now. And Jalen Milrow, he, he is going to be an NFL quarterback. His draft stock has catapulted him, not to the elevation of Bryce Young or Mac Jones or Tua, but he's going to be an NFL quarterback. I mean, A.J. McCarron got drafted in the NFL. Greg McElroy got drafted in the NFL. These Alabama quarterbacks, I know they got very blessed having four straight years of Jalen Hurts, Tua, Mac Jones, Bryce Young. A lot of people think that Jalen Milrow is a drop-off from those quarterbacks. Jalen Milrow is a good quarterback. He's just not living those expectations of what Bryce Young was. Bryce Young won the Heisman. Bryce Young was just a magician when the play broke down. Bryce Young just pulled and put on the Superman cape and just bailed Alabama out last year. And that was just a very vanilla offense with Bill O'Brien. He's now at the Patriots. I do like Tommy Reese as an offensive coordinator. I think that he could have some creative play calling. And use Jalen Milrow's strength. Run the football when the play breaks down. That's going to be an exciting game. I'm going to break down all the SEC games, and then I'll get into the ACC, and we'll go ahead and close this show out. I'm not going to talk a little bit about the NFL. I talked about that on yesterday's show. Vanderbilt taking on South Carolina. Uh, I, I just think South Carolina is in trouble. They're not going to a bowl game this year. I mean, even if they try to win out, I mean, they could win the rest of their games, go 6-6, six and six, go to a bowl game. Auburn taking on Arkansas. This is a game. Arkansas's got some momentum after beating Florida in the Swamp. Arkansas can still make a bowl game if they win out, but Auburn, if they win this game, they're bowl eligible. Florida and LSU... I think LSU ends up winning this game. Mississippi State, Texas A&M. I mean, Texas A&M's got to win this game, right? Five and four, that's not going to cut it under Jimbo Fisher. Not at all, not one iota. ACC matchup. Last night, the Louisville Cardinal, they did it. They beat the Virginia Cavaliers 31-24. to Louisville is nine and one. Imagine if they did not lose that one game. I think that Louisville could have been not only a college football playoff contender, but you know they could be facing off against Florida State in the ACC title game. Remember, they did away with the Coastal and the Atlantic division. That would be very fun. Virginia Tech taking on Boston College. Boston College is 6-3. and three. I, I just could not see this come from anywhere. Boston College has just come out of nowhere, and they're 6-3. and three. Georgia Tech taking on Clemson, both teams 5-4. and four. I think Georgia Tech... They're an underdog by two touchdowns. I think Georgia Tech could sneak up on some people. Clemson is not the Clemson of old. They're not the team that competes for national championships every year. You have to evolve in this game, and Dabo Sweeney has failed to do that, and you're getting what you get. Clemson is 5-4. and four. They're not a very good team. Georgia Tech has taken them on in Death Valley. NC State taking on Wake Forest. Ooh, Miami and Florida State. Oh, this was my favorite rivalry in the 90s. Miami 
a very disappointing six and three. And if Mario Cristobal takes a knee, they would be seven and two. But they did lose some disappointing games on the road against NC State. They lost to North Carolina, and they had no business losing to Georgia Tech. But can Miami pull off the upset in Tallahassee? It is a rivalry game. I mean, it really would look good for Mario Cristobal because Miami boosters, Miami fans, they're starting to get nervous, wondering if Mario Cristobal is the right guy. You know, they had Manny Diaz before that. They had Mark Richt. I mean, the last time that Miami really got close to the college football playoff, Mark Rick, you know, he had them ACC championship, but they just lost to Clemson. And, and it was just, it's been a downhill uh, roller coaster ride for Miami since then. Pitt, Syracuse, and then Duke, North Carolina. I mean, the big college football matchup is Penn State, Michigan. I know all the talk about Michigan is the whole sign stealing, Connor Stallions, everything that's going on with that, but that's neither here or there. Penn State could really solidify themselves as a college football playoff contender if they can get the upset against the Michigan Wolverine. Uh, they're, they're young. Penn State's got a very young offense, and I think that it is going to be a tough task for the Penn State Nittany Lions. One more note that I want to talk about before I get out of here. I do want to talk a little bit about the Sun Belt. Because you got Georgia State 6-3 taking on Appalachian State. That's 5-4. Georgia Southern on the road taking on Marshall. Troy 7-2 taking on Louisiana Monroe. They should get the win uh, on that. Because James Madison... Chris Blackshear brought this point up at the Glenwood Gators Coaches Show. James Madison is not eligible to win the Sun Belt. So by default, Troy could end up winning the Sun Belt once again. Well, that's all the time I have here on the show. I want to thank all my listeners and everybody who has downloaded the podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe to the Facebook channel. I'm also on YouTube. You can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, Ryan O'Neill, back at the station. And I hope everybody has a great rest of your day. Happy Veterans Day to everybody. Have a great weekend, and we will see you Monday. Bye. Help protect your family from flu this season by taking three easy steps. First, get yourself and your family a flu shot. It's quick and can protect you all season. Second, take everyday actions to help prevent the spread of germs like flu. Cover your cough, stay home from work or school if you're sick, and wash your hands often. Third, there are drugs that can treat flu illness. These work best when started early. Learn more at cdc.gov slash fight flu. At Jersey Mike's, they slice your order fresh, right in front of you. And let me tell you, watching that can send a rush of emotions through a person. Excitement, impatience, baby-like wonder, indecisive, anticipatory chewing, nervous pacing, happy claps, and finally, jealousy, because that's this guy's sub. I should order one. Good idea. Sliced right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. When you really need something to get you through a long graduation ceremony, Trolley Sour Gummy Worms are there to give you a thrill. With varieties like Trolley Sour Bursting Crawlers, the worm's soft and chewy texture, surprising flavor combinations, and neon bright colors will give everyone a reason to celebrate. So when you want to notch the festivities up a couple degrees, Trolley Sour Gummy Worms are the perfect way for everyone to celebrate. Shop now for any trolley that crawls your way. 
This is Austin Black, and I am the host of Behind the Tunes. Have you ever wondered about the stories behind your favorite songs and the journeys of those that sing them? Each week, we invite you to go behind the tunes and step into the stories behind your favorite Christian artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Hey everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this week for worship as I play two hours of the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. And this week, my special guest is Blake Goss of New Spring Worship. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do not perceive it. I'm making ways in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. For us, that scripture came alive because he did a new thing actually in an old place. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with me, your host, Andy Christman. WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. Home of Southern Sports and Talk. Noonan, Sharpsburg, Franklin. The Baxters have a new first book. From number one New York Times bestselling novelist Karen Kingsbury, author of life-changing fiction, comes The Baxters, a prequel. The heart-pounding story of Carrie Baxter's wedding. Amidst family tension and the worst storm Bloomington, Indiana has seen in a decade. The Baxters, by America's favorite inspirational storyteller, Karen Kingsbury. Visit KarenKingsbury.com for more information. The Baxters, available now wherever books are sold. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Calvary Sonoy Fellowship is an expository Bible teaching church where we study the Word of God line by line and we apply it life by life. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock on WQEE and we look forward to having you join us. Our church offices are located in Sonoy, Georgia, 6855 East Highway 16, Suite 102, Sonoy, Georgia. If you'd like to call us, our number is 770-755. 8243. Or you can reach me, I'm Pastor Bob, at bob at calvarysenoy.org, S-E-N-O-I-A. You also can go to our website at www.calvarysenoy.org. You can reach our YouTube channel there, as well as our Facebook page. Join us at 10 o'clock right here on WQEE. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. This is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.